Hello and welcome to a special edition of this midweek podcast. My name is Jacob. Michael's on vacation, but uh, we're not. So joining me here today is a special guest, Curtis Castleberry. Curtis is the campus minister uh, for RUF at UTSA. Curtis, how you doing, man? I'm doing really well. Yeah. How are you this week? How's how's spring break for you? Is it uh, a low time or is it more is it more busy? It's fairly a fairly low time. Okay. Yeah, since yeah. we're. Uh, Students are going home. Got mm-hmm. a lot of students that travel back home, and um, and some are around. So yeah, we'll have uh, we're going to go to Enchanted Rock oh, on cool. Thursday. Take That'll some students up there. That'll be fun. But yeah. aside from that, all of our program programming shuts down. Are most of the students at UTSA local to San Antonio or the surrounding area, or is the majority of them are the majority of them from far enough away that they go home and see folks? So a majority of the students, um, I haven't looked at the numbers for the the newest numbers for enrollment, mm-hmm. but they, uh, but there's quite a few students from San Antonio. Okay, a lot of uh, students from Houston, Houston yeah, area, yeah. Um, Katy, and um, and just around. Sure. But but yeah, quite a few quite a few local. So okay. um, yeah. Well, we're glad you're here today um, because there's probably a lot of folks at Trinity Grace who who are unfamiliar with RUF. Prior to my attending Trinity Grace Church, I had no idea what RUF was. I had never; it wasn't at my college that I um, attended. Yeah. Uh, so let's just start here. What is RUF? Sure. RUF uh, is uh, the official campus ministry of the Presbyterian Church in America, okay. uh, um, the PCA. We typically in our churches we don't have um, a proper um, um, young adult ministry. There's there, there are some, but uh, but when we're doing outreach on the to college students on the college campus, it's a there are quite a few um, students who just leave home and yeah. you know maybe not maybe won't even stay connected to their churches. So we want to be intentional. Our denomination wants to be intentional about reaching um, reaching those students. Sure, kind of being the bridge between the local church and uh, and and the campus. Yeah, um, and, and that can be tough, especially for college age folks. We call them college kids, but they're old enough to vote, be drafted and all the rest. So yep. um, it can be tough for them in that time to, if they grew up in a church to stay connected with that. I read a stat, this might be totally wrong, but yeah. I think it was prior to when I went to college. So several years ago now, um, that something like half of all professing Christian kids when they go to college will not be professing Christians when they graduate. Yeah. I, I don't, I wouldn't necessarily, um, refute that mm. at all. Uh, it's pretty common. I, I think for, especially for the students who, um, who are coming from other places, yeah. I've, I've talked to several of them uh, about their involvement in a church, whether they're, they're adamant about connecting to one mm-hmm. as they're here. And quite a few of them will maybe bounce around and a lot of them will just sleep in on Sundays. Yeah. So, absolutely. so we're trying to, uh, we're trying to be intentional about outreach and, and being that bridge. As I said, RUF is stands for reform university fellowship. Okay. Um, and uh, and and so fixed theology, fixed reform theology mm-hmm. on the college campus. Um, we we only get the students for about two and a half years, so we want to be um, on average. That's how long yeah. a student will be connected to a campus ministry. And so we um, we want to be intentional about them understanding the gospel. Yeah, right. Because I think that's what as they feel the rub um, of uh, you know the cult college campus culture and. Uh, maybe are coming to grips with their own belief systems and, you know, whether they believe in what their parents believe. Um, we want the gospel to be in their face so that yeah. they, all the, all the defeaters or all the things that they may be thinking of reasons why they shouldn't stay connected to Christianity. We want, we want to answer those. We sure. want to address those. And we want them to see that the, the, the answer, the gospel is the answer to, mm-hmm. to all of those questions. And they, and if they're going to leave Christianity, they're actually leaving, um, 
um, and leaving the church because they're outright just rejecting mm-hmm. um, the the good news. And so we want we don't want them to have any excuses. Yeah. <laughs> have you been in campus ministry long? No. Uh, when I took the call to RUF, this is I'm in my second year now. Okay. I, I was an assistant pastor in a church before gotcha. um, taking the call here. So yeah, this is my first. How does campus ministry compare with church ministry? So um, in the church, you typically have people that you can you can lean on for mm-hmm. service and who are, are fully committed um, and are generally wiser and more mature adults. Um, as you you said, they're still they are adults, but they're they're young, mm-hmm. you know, and learning to make decisions on their own for the first time. Um, and a lot of them were exercising uh, more of their their freedoms, their liberties. Now that they're they're away from mom and dad, um, the big difference is with the with the local church. You can usually have a group that you're you can depend upon. Mm-hmm. Um, you get on the college campus, and you know, I know they. It's I don't necessarily think this is the case all the time, but people will say that college students are flaky, and I I don't necessarily think that they're all flaky. Um, but they're deciding like adults about their commitments. What's most important and how do I spend my time doing mm-hmm. that? Um, how do I not overcommit myself? Mm-hmm. You know, and most adults, as they get into, as they get older, they can manage those things like, I, okay, this is time I need for my family and all that. I, I think working in a local church was a little bit easier to get, um, um, to get, uh, people around and, um, and to have them committed doing the work sure. alongside of us. But that's what we're trying to train these these students in. Yeah. Um, RUF is our mission is to reach students for Christ and equip them to serve, mm-hmm. um, to help them become productive adults and uh, and hopefully connected to the church um, and serving like um, healthy adults do. How have you seen uh, the campus life and the campus culture and kind of what it means to be in college in America? How have you seen that change over time uh, through your time at RUF or just observationally? Yeah. Um, I've only been here in campus ministry. This is my second year, second year at, at and I went. I actually went to a little school. It was a Christian school, um, and Where'd so you go? Uh, to Baptist University of the Americas. Okay. It's a little school here on the south side of San Antonio, oh. um, and so the the college experience was was different because mm-hmm. I was surrounded. It was a Christian bubble for sure. Yeah, um, lots of people there were considering ministry, and so um, so yeah, this that. It's a night and day difference between my college campus experience and the uh, the experience of students here at UTSA. Uh, but just looking at it from the outside and, and just the trends over time, um, yeah, I, I think any college is just a place where students are um, – are exploring big questions, life's big questions on their own, mm-hmm. typically. Um, and, uh, and I think it's, it, it's a, a picture of, um, the, um, the, the, the larger conversations that are happening in society, like in, in a, in a, in a group setting, um, students have lots of time. And, um, and so the, the, uh, conversations are usually following some of the major political conversations mm-hmm. and, um, and societal conversations that are going on, um, at the moment, just, just at on location there. Yeah. Um, and so the, the campus changes with any shifts and shifts in culture and, um, and any shifts within society at large. So, yeah, I can definitely speak to the large school, small school difference in, in culture. I went to a very small school in Kerrville and, uh, like they threw a party when they hit 1200 enrollment. I mean, it was very, very <laughs> small. And then I started a part-time MBA program at UTSA yeah. and I went there for a night class. And I remember, at Shriner, if you went for a night class, like they had to call the janitors, make sure the air conditioner was still on because there was the, <laughs> the building just shut down at 5 p.m. You know? And uh, I went to a 730 night class at UTSA thing and there'd be no one there. And it was like a 
even when I got out of there at 10, 15, it was, it was crazy. There was tons of folks. So, um, yeah, small school, big school makes, yep. makes a difference. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm, uh, one of the things we do is we get onto a campus is a new campus minister at taking over a work that's already established or even a new campus minister, uh, starting work, which we did here at UTSA is, um, is we need, so there a, was not a RUF at UTSA prior to you. No, we okay. started, uh, came over in June, 2017 and started, um, uh, to plant the work. But part of the work that I'm called to do is, is, is demographic studies. Okay. And so, um, I haven't been there long enough to see all the trends, um, about to complete year two, uh, and so there's still a lot I, I could learn about life there on at sure. UTSA and the students help me do that. And just ob- observing what's happening, um, uh, just being present there. So yeah. what have been some of the challenges with starting a ministry, uh, kind of from scratch there at UTSA, were there other Christian ministries present that you could build off of a little bit or, or are you kind of the only one? Yeah, there's, uh, man, um, Lots of different ministries there on campus. Um, anybody you can think of, all of the larger um, larger ministries, crew, um, okay. uh, Baptist Student Ministries, Chi Alpha, um, and they all had an established presence mm-hmm. on campus. And some other kind of smaller niche groups uh, start up all the time, and um, and and may still be there, may not. Uh, but the ones that are in the forefront are the the larger um, larger ministries that have been around for a while. Uh, there's one main ministry on campus. Uh, the largest uh, ministry is Chi Alpha. Okay. And, um, and so all the other ministries, I mean, it's an unreached campus. Um, even though they're, I mean, I can't even, there's probably a couple dozen campus ministries that are there. Um, it's still that we would say that the campus isn't even reached. Mm. Um, the largest ministry on campus has about maybe seven, 800 students that are involved in it. Uh, and then the other ones, there's maybe 30, 40, 50 students, um, at the most. Yeah. And so, uh, so it's not necessarily spread out over the different ministries. It's, uh, one large and, a and some smaller niche ones. And, um, uh, and so, that's presented its challenges yeah. um, coming in and um, and there being an established ministry on campus that has just I mean there's gravitas right there's mm-hmm. presence and uh, and lots of students if you're a Christian coming to campus we'll we'll go into it's just what happens we'll go into the large ministry yeah. um, and maybe we'll stick maybe we won't stick and so uh, so yeah since we were starting from scratch we just this was one meeting one coffee with a student at yep. a time. Um, which is challenging, but uh, but at the very same time rewarding, as you can go deeper with students uh, a lot quicker, I think. Um, and uh, and yeah, yeah. So, are students uh, eager to go deep on kind of the big questions of life? You, I know you talked about they're kind of interested in that, but in a one-on-one context, sitting down with you, are they yeah. like I remember myself in college, and I <laughs> like I wanted to go there sure. very quick, like yeah. more quickly than was socially acceptable. Sure, sure. <laughs> so have you encountered that a lot? Yeah, there. Uh, it just depends on the students. Okay. Um, some students want to go deeper, uh, and a lot. I mean, it, if you're talking to a, a freshman guy, they probably don't want to go very deep with yeah. theological questions, or um, and they a lot of it is just conversations, getting to know them. Mm-hmm. Um, I really on a surface level, and uh, and caring for them, and whatever their whatever their preferences are, and their uh, unique things that they enjoy. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, yeah, I think. You just have to be wise and discerning. Sure. Okay, do they want to? And um, and even if they don't want to, this is the thing about com- going on a uh, with RUF doing ministry on campus is that we're ordained pastors, and mm-hmm. so we've all gone to seminary. We have uh, most of us have some counseling training as well, and so um, and so we can actually ask some of those questions to try to sure. m- try to get them to go deeper. Um, but but a lot of times it's just talking about how 
how much we um, either love or hate LeBron James, <laughs> um, and uh, and and how 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 well our the Spurs are doing this yeah. year, or whatever. So, so um, what are some of the challenges and nuances involved with ministering to college folks? We've been kind of been hitting on this um, in a roundabout way this whole conversation, but what are some of the specific challenges that you face? Yeah, there's a. Um, since we are so gospel centric, we we want students to know um, the gospel, whether they're they've been in church forever or whether they're coming in contact with Christianity for the first time. We want them to understand the gospel, mm-hmm. um, and so we're doing a lot. A lot of what we do is evangel evangelism. I'm reminding and talking to students, either telling them for the first time or, or reminding them about um, justification, our right standing with God, how that happens. Um, it's his work. It's a work of, of his grace and it's not a, a work of our own. Um, and so a lot of what we do is, is, is evangelism. Um, but what some of the challenges, uh, I think, uh, there's this great article by Tim, Tim and Michael Keller, his son. Um, and, uh, and, and they said, he says this actually, which is, which is good. He says, today students will insist they're overwhelmingly busy, but every man or woman who graduates from college and enters the marketplace looks back and realizes their schedule was actually more flexible than it would have mm-hmm. ever been. Uh, would it uh, that it would ever be again? We must strike while the iron is hot. Uh, university undergraduates have both the freedom and the bandwidth required to consider abandoning one comprehensive set of beliefs about life and adopting a whole new one. Um, and so, some of the unique challenges of, uh, and nuances of doing ministry on campus is that students are usually thinking about thinking about big questions anyway, and uh, either trying to pacify themselves and they and, and pass the time doing video games or whatever, or really digging deeper into, um, to, to answering worldview questions. Um, and, uh, and, and, and they're at the, one of the challenges is that they're being bombarded with, um, um, with, uh, with, with questions about their uh, individual identity, who they are. Um, Keller says in that article that they're asking, who am I? They look inward. What's the point or meaning of life, uh, meaning of things? They look outward. Whom should I be with or, uh, and love? They look sideways. And in light of the, these first three answers, what should I do with my life? They look forward. Mm. So, um, so they're, they're asking all these questions while trying to maintain a GPA or pass, you know, a class. Um, and, uh, and, and at the same time being told, you know, they can accomplish anything. Um, one of the things that I've noticed as I've gotten on campus is that um, everybody deals with a certain level of anxiety, every single person on sure. the planet. But students seem to be a lot more uh, displaying a lot more anxiety because um, they're answering, they're asking these questions, their identity, and, and, and wrestling with life's you know bigger questions, um, and then trying to answer them mm-hmm. and trying to listen to what okay, what is good news and how how like what's going to satisfy my soul, um, whether that be. Um, choosing a, the right vocation or uh, passing these classes or dating the right person or playing the right sport, whatever it may be. They're asking these questions, but being um, overwhelmed by, by, by the demand that that actually does place sure. on them. Yeah. Especially like with the freshman kids, you know, three months ago they had asked permission to use the bathroom and now we're asking them to make decisions about what they're going to do for, for the rest of their life. That's a little silly. Yes. And they've been told, um, you can do anything, and you need to you need to make the choice about what that is, um, or listen to what mom and dad actually say about that. <laughs> um, and uh, and that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, um, a lot of the anxiety, or you know, and I've had conversations with students that, and coming to, to the point of where that's where the anxiety is is um, I need to be in this vocation. I need to pursue this vocation. 
this career because I'm going to make money and my parents are paying for me to come here or I'm taking out loans. It's a lot of pressure. And then they get into it and they realize um, they're not very good at math and they're wanting to do engineering. Or uh, That would be a problem. It would be, yes. <laughs> and I, I'd be anxious too if I was in that yep. situation. Um, and so, so they uh, – they're they're trying to answer those questions, and I think um, that that presents its its challenges for them. But but great opportunities um, uh, to share with them the love of Jesus, and yeah. um, those are those are some of the best moments. Is reminding them um, God doesn't love you, you know, less because you failed that test. Even if mom and dad don't tell you that, mm-hmm. even if they're putting all this pressure and saying you have to succeed, God comes in and says I'm successful enough for all of us, um, and uh, and my work is effective. And so reminding them of that and, and, and seeing the burden be lifted and I'm telling them, you know, you can, you can actually be, uh, you know, change careers. You know, you can make a choice to, from engineering and go into, uh, to the English department and that's actually okay. Mm-hmm. Like how you, how God views you is not based on, you know, how high up a ladder you actually get. Um, and so, uh, so that's, that's probably my favorite, um, part of addressing those challenges is sure. reminding them of that. So, so, um, they say I, I've heard this kind of comment thrown around a couple of times that the college culture is sort of upstream from the the mainstream general societal culture. Uh, so, are you seeing any kinds of cultural phenomenon on campus that hasn't made it to the society more generally that you think is coming? So, UTSA is a, a, a unique place. Um, I, I think a lot of the students that are there. Um, because they're they're trying to bring in more uh, minority students, mm-hmm. right? They're tr- they they're intentional about bringing in um, lots of first generation college students. Parents didn't go to school, didn't go to college, and they're trying to get these students in and help them, uh, you know, get get their degree and then move out into um, into the world mm-hmm. um, and and be productive members of it. Um, give them give them some help to get up to that, and um, and so um, UTSA is unique. In that it's not an Ivy League school where um, the, the parents of these students are our culture makers, culture, culture shifters. Um, a lot of the students are are coming in are you know uh, lower income, mm-hmm. lower middle class families um, who aren't necessarily you you wouldn't say are are shifting you know um, you know the, the the culture at large. I think you're contributing to it, but uh, but I think some of the trends that we see on campus, um, what I've seen at UTSA and observed is. Um, what what I'm actually seeing is the larger, uh, larger conversations that are happening are happening in, in microcosm form there on the on the college campus and how the questions are being answered and um and it, it's reflective of actually what's going on already um and I don't know I mean it, it's it's true though I mean even practically the students once they leave they have an education they're going to be in the workforce they are going to be the ones who are contributing to uh to culture in, in one way or another. Um, and so, so yes, even practically, I think they're, uh, they will be, um, they will be contributing. So, um, but, but, but as I said, UTSA is a, it's a unique place. Um, I wouldn't say it's as influential and these students may, may be, uh, influential as they move out into the working world. Um, but, uh, but I'm, I'm interested to see, see where they go. Mm-hmm. Um, if my, lots of minority students are, are graduating and UTSA is a place where a lot of, uh, Hispanic, African American, uh, Asian, international students are actually graduating. If they, if they stick and stay in our in our cities, and uh, then I think that will um, that it actually will have an effect on on things. So, sure. Yeah. So, um, 
how is God working through RUF at UTSA? Um, how have you seen this ministry produce fruit? Yeah. Um, I, I mentioned a little bit of that earlier. Um, one of the best parts of my job is just reminding students of the gospel. Mm-hmm. And um, of course, we're, we're gathering a group. There's um, God's at work on campus. Nothing is by chance. So I've seen him at work just orchestrating these meetings that I have with these students. Um, but the biggest way I've seen him at work is, um, is, is students are hearing the gospel for the first time and responding to mm-hmm. it, um, hearing the good news of Jesus and um, and saying, man, that's where the burden actually comes off, where everything else is performance-based, everything else um, in their lives, their classes, their, with their parents, and they're going to get into careers where they have to perform mm-hmm. to, make a, to make their paycheck. Um, I've seen just reminding students of that, um, dropping the gospel into that conversation, uh, into their ear, and, um, and just seeing them, just the, the relief that there mm-hmm. is there, uh, that God loves them, even if they're the, the most anxious person on the planet. Yeah. Do you um, have any kind of uh, a specific story or specific interaction with a, with a student that really sticks out to you? Um, yeah. I mean, it, it, there are a couple of students that I'm thinking of who, uh, who, who ended up changing. Well, one of them, one of them didn't change his major, but was only in this only doing the the degree because his, his parents were, were kind of moving him in that direction. Mm-hmm. Dad was, was an engineer by trade. And, uh, and so he needed to follow in the footsteps and he was dev- like just doing, having a hard time with it and, uh, and, and failing. Um, it was a good conversation with him, um, reminding him of the things that I'm actually telling you here, um, that, that God loves him anyway, mm-hmm. that it's okay. That, um, that even if he fails his parents and doesn't meet their expectations, they're going to be okay. Um, and just telling him, um, like it's, it, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And I could see the, um, the burden being lifted and I've seen him, seen him later on and um, he didn't connect with the ministry, but, uh, but I've seen him later on and he seemed to be um, doing, doing better. Yeah. Not as anxious as the first time I saw him. There's another student in, in particular who, um, who, uh, who, man, I think it's kind of the same thing, but, but ended up changing, changing major. Um, and, uh, and is now, now doing doing a lot better. Um, not necessarily because the students doing what uh, what they love doing or something that's um, that they're, they're more uniquely gifted to do, but just just coming to the realization. I just remember having this conversation with a student and, and telling him it's okay. You don't have to be that to be accepted, um, and you need to figure out what get, what God is uniquely gifting you to do. Um, and, uh, and and a lot of that has to do with what you're good at. And if you're not good at those things, it's actually okay. And um, and um, and this student actually did connect with our ministry and. Um, and they, uh, but, but, but yeah, those are, those are just a couple of students, um, that I can think of. And there's other countless stories, um, that I could share too, but, um, but one student in particular who's, who, uh, and I guess I'll just share that, but he's, his mom is a, uh, uh, was a Christian, but burned by this, uh, really legalistic church that, um, um, that just burned them out, um, had lots of extra rules that they had to follow to be accepted and, and okay. And, uh, and so she left the church. Her dad, uh, his dad didn't actually um, um, care mine much because he was an atheist mm. and didn't, doesn't really care anyway. The student started coming to, to the ministry because some uh, friends had invited him. Um, and they, uh, and, and it, I remember looking at the student as I was sharing, you know, we were teaching through, um, I think at the time we were doing Jonah and I was talking about how God even uses uh, a reluctant prophet, one who fails, mm-hmm. um, 
and he is faithful, even though um, Jonah was, was had screwed up, and and he still used him. And I remember looking at the student's face, and he was uh, like, his eyes were just just lighting up, like that's that's actually wait. So you're saying I can actually fail and be okay? Mm. And you know, the, like I could see the pressure being lifted. And later on, uh, uh, we were at lunch, and I I talked to him, and he asked me questions about Christianity, and I remember telling him. Um, you know, just reiterating the same thing. Um, God doesn't love us because we perform and he's actually there for us when we fail. Um, and I, I just asked him, I was like, does that, does that resonate? Does that make sense? And, um, and you know, you're holding Christianity at a distance and maybe just kind of checking it out and you have your doubts or whatever, but does that, um, is that good news? And, and he just, he looked at me and said, yeah, that's actually great news. Um, and so I actually think this, this guy became a believer at that point. Um, and, uh, and, and, and man, uh, but it's been because of where we are in ministry, we do, uh, it's a lot of one-on-ones with students. It's a lot of trying to get students together in small groups. Um, when we're trying to reach the campus, we, we, there are three avenues of ministry, large group, small group, and one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not large enough to have a large group. Uh, and so we have a lot of small groups and a lot of one-on-ones. Um, and so a lot of the stories I have are just personal interaction with yeah. these students over time. Um, and, uh, and and so that's where that's what's happening. Sure. That's awesome. Well, Curtis, that's all the questions I have for you today. Um, is there anything specific that the folks at Trinity Grace can be praying for regarding RUF, but also praying for you? Sure. Yeah. Um, pray for the ministry on campus. Um, as I was mentioning earlier, it's a, we would consider the ministry, uh, or, or consider UTSA really an unreached campus. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if there are 30,000 students that are there, I mean, it's maybe th- Two, three percent of them are connected to a ministry. So we want, I mean, pray for us, pray that God would open doors, opportunity for us to connect with more students and uh, that they would find RUF to be a place um, that, that would be welcoming to them and that they would be feel at home um, so they could hear the, hear the good news. So pray, pray that God open more doors. Um, we're seeing it. Um, the more growth that we're actually seeing right now is, is due to the fact that our students are starting to do a little bit of the outreach and mm. connecting with others and pray that God would give them boldness to do that. Pray that God would raise up more students who would, um, uh, who would love RUF so much that they wanted their friends to come along. Yeah. Um, and we're, we're seeing that now. And so pray that that continues to happen. Um, we're and, and, and pray for us for, uh, um, we're essentially we're missionaries on campus, yeah. uh, starting a new ministry takes funds and, um, and, uh, and college students aren't tithing. You right. Know? So, uh, pray that uh, God would raise up new financial supporters for the ministry, so that we could continue to do the work yeah. that um, that we're we're doing already um, there on campus for for more years. Yeah, absolutely. Well, guys, thanks for listening to this midweek podcast. Our guest today was Curtis Castleberry, campus minister at UTSA. And if you liked what you've heard, please hit that subscribe button. Next week, we'll be back to reviewing your questions and trying to give some responses to those. You can always email those questions in or text them anonymously to the information that you'll find in the Sunday Bulletin. Until next time, take care.